Hello friends and happy Wednesday. Welcome to CSF where we are all about seeking God, serving others, and engaging our campus. So I have a couple of announcements for you all. First off, girls and guys retreats. Those are right around the corner. Um, I wanna speak right now to the ladies. Ladies, you do not want to miss this. You may have seen us post on Facebook, Instagram, and in the weekly email, but the sign-up link has been posted and I have loved seeing um, several ladies already signed up for this. Uh, you don't want to miss it, so be sure to sign up now. The link is in the description or the comments or both. Um, they are also on our social media pages. Um, we are going to be tuning in to the IF Gathering and live streaming this conference that is being uh, literally shown all over the nation and all, the, all over the globe. So, whole bunch, thousands and thousands of women diving into scripture and just learning truth. Um, it is going to be an amazing weekend, the weekend of March 5th and 6th. That is a Friday and Saturday. Now guys, we don't have a lot of details yet, but a guys retreat is happening in March and you also do not want to miss this. So as soon as the announcement has been made and as soon as the link is posted, guys, be sure to sign up for your guys retreat because it's gonna be great. Um, also, small groups, small groups have begun and we are studying through Genesis, from Genesis to Revelation all about God's redemptive story and how Jesus is seen literally all throughout scripture. Um, I have loved getting to meet with my small group every single um, Monday night for the past couple of weeks. And I've heard from other leaders that small groups are going well. So, you don't want to miss out um, on this study and it is not too late to join. So if you're not in a small group, you should be. So sign up um, with the link in the description as well for those. Um, next announcement is our Sunday services. So Sundays we are full swing into studying in the book of Hebrews and all about um, the truth that is in that book. So um, tune in here on YouTube premiere on Sunday at 10 a.m. If you've missed out on past um, sermons, you can go to the YouTube uh, channel and watch those there. They are available for you. Um, so we would love for you to watch those if you haven't. Um, also, social media, be sure that you are following us on Facebook and Instagram. That is where you will get the latest announcements and some fun posts and engagement there as well. Also, ISU is making a um, announcement this week. They are, the board of trustees are all meeting together to determine whether or not student organizations will be able to meet in person beginning March 1st. March 1st is on Monday. So, um, be praying this week that Lord willing, we will be able to meet in person. Uh, but just be praying for the ISU leaders as they are making that decision. So, Hopefully we'll be able to see each other face to face or mask to mask very soon um, because I cannot wait to see you all um, in person again. So anyways, enjoy service tonight, y'all.
Search me, God, and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. See if there is any offensive way in me and lead me in the way everlasting. Hey, all. Uh, my name is Adam. I'm one of the campus ministers here at CSF, and I'm just so glad that you're able to participate with us online tonight. Um, be sure to check out the links below uh, this video, and there's a lot of good ways to connect that's a CSF, whether it's um, our small groups or just things that are happening, uh, future retreats that are coming up, or our Wednesday and Sunday services that you've, you've found your way to right now. Uh, so be sure to check that out below and get connected with us. The question I have tonight as we get started is, how do you feel about receiving feedback from other people? So as an undergrad... Um, a very important part of my education was what we were going to call the critique. Um, creating something alone in a vacuum was all good and well, um, but what raised the bar for me, and I know a lot of other people uh, in different, um, just different styles of artistry, um, was the getting a feedback from other people, other creatives who could speak into the work that we were doing. Um, hearing both in like a formal critique where the class would get together and we would get up and kind of defend our artwork and also hear from other people and try to make changes, but also informally um, from other people and like day-to-day -day work where we just kind of rub shoulders with each other and talked into each other's work and, and all those kind of things. That helped us to, to have the, the knowledge of like what kind of tweaks needed to happen in order to be successful. And to this day, uh, critique really is important to me, even if the work is different. Important, though, does not mean easy. Uh, and I want to be really clear about that, that important does not mean easy. Um, the critique is not always an easy thing to stomach. Uh, accepting critique requires a level of humility. Uh, taking feedback requires us to not respond defensively uh, in the face of it. Um, and to consider what is being told to us and, and discern what is good in that and what, what we can let go. A critique is of no help to us if we don't pay attention to it. And we're going to be moving into a phase of this series in prayer uh, where we're no longer just talking about like types of prayers. We've talked about intercession and we've talked about dedication and, and as well as some other ones. 
um, but we're rather going to be talking about these specific dangerous prayers um, inspired from scripture, um, but also kind of inspired from a list of prayers um, in Craig Rochelle's book that's titled Dangerous Prayers. Um, but before we look at this dangerous prayer of search me, uh, I want to reiterate a thought that I had mentioned in my intercession teaching a few weeks back. We don't need eloquence. God wants our honesty. I'm going to say it again so you catch that once again. We don't need eloquence. What God wants from us is honesty. And he, uh, Richard Foster, in the book that I had referenced when I was talking about that, had, had quoted this quote, pray as you can, not as you can't. And I think that's very important as we go forward in any of these prayers that we've talked about to remember those things. God wants our honesty. He wants real prayers. It doesn't, he doesn't need eloquence. He just wants us. Um, Richard Foster, again, I've quoted this. This is Richard Foster's book, Prayer, um, which I, I highly recommend. Um, he says this uh, in regards to this tonight. He says, The truth of the matter is, we all come to prayer with a tangled mass of motives, altruistic and selfish, merciful and hateful, loving and bitter. Frankly, this side of eternity, we will never unravel all the good from the bad, the pure from the unpure. But what I have come to see is that God is big enough to receive us with all our mixture. We do not have to be bright or pure or filled with faith or anything. That is what grace means. And not only are we saved by grace, we live by it as well. And we pray by it. Jesus reminds us that prayer is like little children coming to their parents. Our children come to us with the craziest requests at times. Often we are grieved by the meanness and selfishness in their requests, but we would be all the more grieved if they never came to us, even with their meanness and selfishness. We are simply glad that they do come, mixed motives and all. This is precisely how it is with prayer. We will never have pure enough motives or be good enough or know enough in order to pray rightly. We simply must set all these things aside and begin praying. In fact, it is the very act of prayer itself, the intimate, ongoing interaction with God, that these matters are cared for in due time. So the writer of Psalm 139, David, he says, Search me, God, and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. See if there is any offensive way in me, and lead me in the way everlasting. So when we pray this dangerous prayer to God of search me, uh, we're coming to the Lord with all that we are, the good, the bad, the secret, the things that we are even ignorant about ourselves, and asking him to reveal those to us as well as dealing with them inside of us. Now, if we zoom out on Psalm 30, uh, 139, we get a better understanding of why David would come to the Lord with this request. Um, David points to the fact that God knows our every thought to begin with. Um, in, in verse 1, right away in Psalm 139, I want to read this. Um, o Lord, you have searched me and known me. You know when I sit down and when I rise up, you understand my thought from afar. You scrutinize my path and my lying down, and you're intimately acquainted with all of my ways. Even before there's a word on my tongue, behold, O Lord, you know it all. You have enclosed me behind and before and laid your hand upon me. God knows us completely. He knows us completely. 
He, he knows the secret thoughts that we have that only we know. Uh, he knows the parts of our psyche that like even we are unconscious to, like things going on in us that we don't even really get. Um, Jesus tells us in Luke 12 that even the hair on our heads are counted by God and known, um, that he numbers those, that he knows us that intimately. And, and I don't think that it's coincidence that Jesus talks about our anxious thoughts there in Luke 12 as well. You can check that out later. Later on in Luke 12, he talks about our anxiety. But David does also hear in Psalm 139, our anxious thoughts. God knows us completely. And David also points out that God is near to us. He says, you hem me in behind and before. Kind of started reading that a minute ago. You hem me in behind and before. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me. It's too high. I cannot attain to it. Where can I go from your spirit? Or where can I flee from your presence? If I ascend to heaven, you are there. If I make my bed in Sheol, behold, you are there. If I take the wings of the dawn, if I dwell in the remotest parts of the sea, even there your hand will lead me and your right hand will lay hold of me. If I say, surely the darkness will overwhelm me and the light around me will be night. Even the darkness is not dark to you, and the night is as bright as the day. Darkness and light are alike to you. Um, there, there's no getting away from God is kind of the point of this. Like, he is near to us. He is everywhere. And there, there's no getting away from him. And, and this may be disconcerting to us at times um, to realize, along with, you know, God knowing my every thought, and also he's always around me and always here, that can be convicting to us and probably should be. Um, but I hope that it can also be comforting. God loves us. Like he's around. He, he is everywhere. He knows us completely. He, we, we are never far from him. But, but he loves us and he has compassion for us. And he has mercy that he extends to us. He cares for us. And, and that should be a comforting thought. David finally points out the fact that God has known us since conception. And not only that, but he formed and he developed us. Uh, once again here from Psalm 139, verse uh, 13 through 16, David writes this. He says, you, you form, for you form my inward parts. You wove me in my mother's womb. I will give thanks to you, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Wonderful are your works, and my soul knows it very well. My frame was not hidden from you when I was made in secret and skillfully wrought in the depths of the earth. Your eyes have seen my unformed substance and in your book were all written the days that were ordained for me when as yet there was not one of them. It's an amazing thing that, that there is nothing unknown to God when it comes to us. Asking for feedback Coming back to this, asking for feedback is great from our friends and our family. Knowing how to accept it is good and even biblical. Uh, Proverbs 15, along with many scriptural statements regarding this, says, If you listen to constructive criticism, you will be at home among the wise. If you reject discipline, you only harm yourself. But if you listen to correction, you grow in understanding. So it's good, but even our friends and family don't have the full scope of what is going inside of our hearts and inside of our minds. 
no matter how vulnerable we are with them, how open of a book we are with them, we still hold back secret sins. We still hold back hopes and dreams that we're afraid to share with people. Maybe they seem too lofty. We, we don't share the fullness of our pain and our hurts that are inside of us. Some of these things we don't even fully understand about ourselves, so we can't even share those. So we lift up this prayer to the Lord. Search me, O God. Know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. See if there is any offensive way in me and lead me in the way everlasting. Now, this prayer is not for the faint of heart. It's not. Um, this is a dangerous prayer to pray to God. We, we can't hold on to our pride when we offer up this prayer. We can't pray this prayer in reality and be like holding tight to our own pride. Um, it will more than likely hurt to have these things revealed. Um, this feedback from God who has known us and knows us and will always know us completely and intimately uh, can be difficult to deal with when, when things start to be con convicting, when we start to come to realizations about things going on in our lives that God's revealing to us. But the fact is that this is a prayer of relationship with God. When we ask, if I come to you and ask you to like to give feedback to me, to critique me, to let me know like how am I failing, there's a, one, a sense of trust. I am, I am opening that up to you. Um, also, there's a sense of like, I want to hear from you and listen to you. So there's a sense of relationship and of, of, of trust and love and care that goes into that. And this is about growing deeper in our trust of the Lord. Now, at Winter Remix, um, Amy Jackson briefly took us through an examine prayer. And I want to revisit this, partially because some of you weren't there, but partially because we need to revisit things often. Um, and my mind, um, is like very much linked when it comes to Psalm 139 to the prayer of examine. Search me, O God. Now, Richard Foster, once again, uh, I want to quote, quote from him briefly once, once more here, talking about the prayer of examine. Um, this is chapter three, the prayer of examine in his book, prayer. Um, he writes this. The psalmist declares, Yahweh, you examine me and know me. It's from the psalm that we just read, Psalm 139.1. King David, who ought to know, witnesses, the Lord searches every mind and understands every plan and thought. It's from 1 Chronicles 28. And the Apostle Paul reminds us that the Spirit searches everything, even the depths of God. It's 1 Corinthians 2.10. And on it goes. These folk of faith knew the examine of God and they experienced it not as some dreadful thing, but as something of immeasurable strength and empowerment. So what is this prayer of examine? It has two basic aspects, like two sides of a door. The first is an examine of consciousness through which we discover how God has been present to us throughout the day and how we have responded to his loving presence. 
The second aspect is the examine of conscience in which we uncover those areas that need cleansing, purifying, and healing. It may be helpful to look at these two aspects separately. In the examine of consciousness, we prayerfully reflect on the thoughts, feelings, and actions of our days to see how God has been at work among us and how we responded. Drop down a little bit here. The examine of consciousness is the means God uses to make us more aware of our surroundings. And then the examine of conscience, we are in the examine of conscience, we are inviting the Lord to search our hearts to the depths. Far from being dreadful, this is a scrutiny of love. We boldly speak the word of the psalmist Search me, O God, know my heart, test me and know my thoughts, see if there be any wicked way in me, and lead me in the way everlasting, just like we just read. Without apology and without defense, we ask to see what is truly in us. It is for our own sake that we ask these things. It is for good, for our healing, and for our happiness. All right, so I want to take the rest of this time here, just a really short amount of time, to ask you to practice these things with me tonight. Um, Using this prayer of David in Psalm 139 that we've looked at. Um, So take some time. Grab a journal or something to write on if that helps you process to write things down. Uh, get comfortable. Stretch out if you're not already there. Like get, get in a place where you can be relaxed. Take some deep breaths with me. Just kind of relax there for a minute. And let's do this work of, of being vulnerable before the Lord um, together tonight. The first thing I want to do is take a moment to pray for the openness of our own hearts and just praying for God to speak into this tonight. Next, what we're going to do is review the day with an air of gratitude. And this is what I want you to ask. Where did I see God work today? Next, consider your emotions. Think about your heart and ask this to God. What am I thankful for today? What am I thankful for today? David says, search me and know my heart. And take a minute to ask, what am I feeling today? Where's my heart at?
David also says, test me and know my anxious thoughts. Ask, where is my mind today? What's my mind dwelling on? And David says, lead me in the way everlasting. Ask, how can I follow Jesus closer? Finally, thank God for his mercy and his care for you. Give him some thanks. My prayer as that we, we, we would pray in vulnerability, that we would draw nearer to the Lord and have greater understanding of the work that he's doing in us. And I just challenge you to practice this on a regular basis, like to end your day, take five minutes to do this kind of thing. To think about like, where is my heart? Where is my head? Where did God show up today? And what can I do for this as I'm, as I'm grateful for the way that God works and the way that he's near and knows me? Um, we love you all, and I just pray that you have a great week. Uh, Father, um, thank you for these students. Thank you for these, these people that have joined us tonight. Um, God, thank you for the community that we have at CSF. And thank you, Lord, that you are, are near to us, that you know us intimately, and that we can come before you and... God, ask you to search us, to search our hearts, to search our minds, and to speak into our lives and draw us in this way everlasting, this new life in you. Help us to live in you in this trust, just seeking after what you would want of us. We love you, Jesus, and it's in your name. Amen.
Hey guys, thanks so much for coming. We hope to see you next time. Have a great week.